I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. This is Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill, and this is the final episode of my high school saga in the triple jump. Tonight, I want you to know how wonderful it is to work long and hard for a difficult goal. It might be hard, but you can do hard things. I want you to know that maybe it's best to compete with yourself and not with others. That makes more sense if you're interested in being happy and helping others to be happy. And finally, I want you to know how good it feels when you do your best. It is the best. You will remember from my last episode that at the district track meet on May 21st, 1971, I had the longest triple jump of my life. At 47 feet, 10 and a half inches, I set the high school record for the state of Washington for the triple jump. I held that state record for almost two minutes until Lloyd Brown uncorked triple jump perfection and went 49 feet, 2 inches. I placed second in the district meet and qualified for state. Remember also the miraculous experience that happened afterwards. I was sound asleep and dreaming on the drive home from the meet and awakened abruptly shouting, Stop! Hearing the shout, my coach slammed on the brakes and we narrowly missed having a terrible accident. Since that time, I have thought that there is an influence from above that perhaps saved my life that evening and has helped me ever since. Tonight, I will tell you what happened right before, during, and right after the Washington High School 4A State Track Meet held at the University of Washington Husky Stadium on May 28th and 29th, 1971. The week before the meet, I focused on doing my best with tapering workouts. In tapering workouts, you don't work out very hard, but just enough to keep your muscles toned while giving them a chance to rest. Then you can taper towards peak performance. I wanted peak performance so that I could have a chance to beat Lloyd Brown. But I knew I needed not to be prideful about it, so I didn't tell everyone I was going to beat Lloyd. I didn't brag about myself. All I did was taper. But then something happened that made it very difficult not to be prideful. On Tuesday afternoon, Coach Harrington came up to me and, with his usual little smile, exclaimed, A newspaper reporter just called me on the phone and asked me lots of questions about you. He said he is doing a feature story about you in the newspaper tomorrow. I couldn't wait to see the article. I would be famous. I knew I shouldn't be too prideful, but it was just too hard. I was prideful. That night, it was hard to sleep. On Wednesday afternoon, in the Tacoma News Tribune, on the front page of the sports section, there was a big picture of me landing a triple jump in the pit at the district meet. The headline read, Hard Work Paying Dividend for Hill. I was so excited to read it. I don't want to bore you with the whole article or to be too prideful, so I will just read a couple of paragraphs. Here is how it started. 
Dedication and hard work can make up for a lot of things. And Washington High School triple jumper Jeff Hill is proof that includes a shortage of natural athletic ability. Then the reporter quoted my coach. Jeff probably gets more mileage out of the talent he does possess than anybody I've ever worked with, hailed coach John Harrington. The article continued. At the Tacoma West Central District meet, he jumped 47 10 and a half inches among the top 10 efforts in the nation this spring. But Hill had to be content with second place when Lincoln's Lloyd Brown rocketed 49-2, fifth best among the nation's prepsters. I still have this article, and I still like to read it, but I try not to be too proud about it. Okay, let's get on with the action in this story. The Washington State High School 4A track meet was held May 28th and 29th in Husky Stadium at the University of Washington in Seattle. Dana LaDuke in the shot put and discus and I in the triple jump were the two competitors from my high school that had a chance to win. There were several others who made it to state, but were not expected to place. UW is only 35 miles from our home in Tacoma, so practically the whole school came to cheer us on. Though the triple jump was on Saturday the 29th, I traveled with our other state competitors on Friday the 28th. Coach Harrington told me to warm up and stretch and watch the competition. I warmed up gently in Heck Edmonds Pavilion, This is where the Washington Huskies play basketball, and it had lots of basketball hoops. I felt so good and bouncy. I kind of felt like a bunny rabbit or a kangaroo. As I warmed up, I felt I could jump higher than I had ever jumped before. To try it out, I jumped up to a 10-foot basketball hoop, and I put my hand all the way over the rim. I would have easily been able to dunk a tennis ball. I had never done that before. That's quite good for someone who's only 5'9". The weather was perfect for jumping, 75 degrees and sunny. Over in the stadium, I watched the long jump. I did not qualify even for district in the long jump, but many of the same competitors in the long jump would jump with me in the triple jump the next day. With this perfect weather, Gerald Singletary from Garfield High School in central Seattle broke 24 feet in the long jump, just two inches shy of the state record. That long jump is equivalent to a 50-foot triple jump. I thought, ah, tomorrow I'll be setting the state record. I think I can go 50 feet. Perhaps that was a bit too prideful. Actually, not maybe. It was too prideful. On Saturday, the day dawned stormy. Oh, no! It was Washington weather. It was cold, windy, and rainy. It was about 50 degrees, 25 degrees cooler than the day before. The weather was absolutely terrible for jumping, drizzle with the wind in your face. I felt so disappointed. I thought, no one will set the state record today and I probably won't win. But then I thought a thought that made me a little less frustrated. But I can still do my best. We stayed in the warm gym until it was time to compete. When we jogged to the stadium for the competition, I was cold even though I had my sweats on. There were 12 competitors. Because of our qualifying distances, I jumped next to last, and Lloyd jumped last. 
Now the wind was strong in our face, probably 20 miles an hour. And now it was raining hard. As I watched the first 10 jumpers, I was amazed. Most of them were only jumping 38 or 39 feet. A couple barely broke 40 feet. When it was my time for my first jump, it was hard to not be disappointed at how crummy the conditions were. But I decided that it didn't matter. What did matter was that I did my best. So I focused, organized the butterflies in my stomach, and ran down the runway as fast as I could. I did my best and managed to go about 41 feet. That was seven feet shorter than the week before. But I was still in first place. Of course, Lloyd Brown hadn't jumped yet. Lloyd's first jump was almost identical to mine, but it was about two inches further, so now he was in first place. We kind of smiled at each other. Instead of hating him, I kind of liked him now. Well, something amazing happened in the preliminaries. On every single jump, I would go a little further and move into first place. And then on every single jump, Lloyd Brown would jump just a little further than I did. But neither of us jumped very far. At the end of the preliminaries, I was in second place at about 42 feet 6 inches, and Lloyd was in first place at about 42 feet 8 inches. It was amazing that neither of us had gone more than 43 feet. But the wind was too strong, and the rain was too hard. We both had three jumps left. We had a little break, so we went back into the warm gym. In the finals, there were six jumpers. But except for Lloyd and me, no one else was seriously competitive. Because of our qualification jumps, I jumped fifth, and Lloyd jumped sixth. That was an advantage for Lloyd... Do you know why? You got it. It was because on his last jump, he would know exactly what he needed to do to win. Right before I jumped my first jump in the preliminaries, there was a kind of miracle. The rain slowed to a drizzle, and the wind kind of paused. That change really encouraged and motivated me. It seemed to me like an angel in heaven might be blowing away the storm. On that first jump in the finals, it felt so good, like total freedom. Everything seemed to be in sync. My hop, step, and jump seemed almost normal. This jump measured more than 44 feet, and now I was 16 inches ahead of Lloyd. I secretly and shamefully wished the angel would blow the storm back in before Lloyd could jump. But of course, Lloyd had the same weather as me. Before he jumped, Lloyd smiled at me. Of course, his jump was totally beautiful, and now he was ahead of me by six inches. I wondered, how does he do that? When it was time for my second jump in the finals, the wind had died down even more, and the drizzle was more like a mist, just like a dense fog. I realized I had worked for a whole year, and it was time to do my best. I realized I couldn't control what Lloyd was going to do, and I couldn't control the weather but I could do my very best. Everything clicked on this jump. I did my very best. My hop, step, and jump were perfect. I landed in the pit and knew that given the conditions, this was the best jump of my life. The jump measured more than 45 feet. I was almost a foot ahead of Lloyd. I was in first place. But Lloyd had two jumps left, and I had one jump left. 
This time, Lloyd didn't smile at me as he went down the runway. He had that look of competition. He did his thing, perfection as usual. He jumped 46 feet, even though there was a slight wind in his face and there was more than a little drizzle. If the weather had been perfect for that jump, it would have been more than 50 feet. Wow, Lloyd was quite the competitor. I had to think that he was amazing because he was amazing. But I wasn't done yet. I was excited. I could feel the adrenaline flowing through my body. I stood on the runway for the last jump of my high school career, and I was going to give it my all. I was going to do my best, and even better than my best. I focused. I put the butterflies in line. I imagined I was a kangaroo, and I prayed that I could do my best. But then the rain started getting a little heavier, and the wind picked up. Still, I was determined. I fully engaged every fast-twitch muscle in my body, ran just as speedily as I possibly could, and powered into that jump with every bit of energy in my being. I took off perfectly on the board. I hopped so far, then I stretched out for a superhuman step and then powered perfectly into a jubilant jump. It felt so good. But then something unbelievable happened. It had never happened to me before, and it has never happened to me since. Midway into that final jump, as I forcefully extended my legs to land, my left track shoe fell off my foot. I had moved my left leg with such force that I literally jumped out of my shoe. I didn't care. I knew where I landed that my jump was about the same and perhaps just perhaps a little further than Lloyd's jump. I didn't care if I was barefoot on one foot. I listened intently. I couldn't wait to hear the measurement of just how far that jubilant jump was. I was so excited. But I didn't hear anything for a long time. When I finally looked over at the landing pit, the officials were huddled together talking over something. I was horrified to see that instead of measuring where I had landed, they measured where my shoe had landed. Of course, it landed several feet before I landed. They didn't even measure where I landed. They measured where my shoe fell off. I would never know if my jump was further than Lloyd's jump. And the realization set in. Lloyd had won. He and his coach were jumping up and down, celebrating. I was so disappointed. Not so much that I had lost, but disappointed that they didn't measure my last jump. Well, heck, to tell you the truth, I was very disappointed that I had lost. But after a little while, that little voice in my head said, Jeff, you can choose to be miserable, or you can go over and congratulate Lloyd. So I went over and congratulated Lloyd. He smiled, looked me in the eye, and thanked me. Then he told me what a good jumper I was and wished me well in my college competition. I felt a little better then, but I was still sorely disappointed that they hadn't measured that last jump. I went back over to the pit, and the prints of where my feet had landed were still there. I looked at it, and that little voice in my head said, Jeff, you did your best. Whether they measured that jump or not, you did your best. Just choose to be happy. 
my coach came out of the stands and put his arms around me and congratulated me for being a good sport and for placing second place in the state of Washington. Then, in that cold and wet stadium, I started to feel a little warm. Lloyd had one more jump, but it didn't matter for the competition. He had won. He didn't need to jump at all, but he decided to try to break the record. I shouted at him, Lloyd, break that record. He jumped his last jump, but with the wind and rain, it didn't go that far. I realized that if my shoe hadn't fallen off, I might have won that day. But it really didn't matter. Really, what was important was I had done my best. This is the end of my triple jump saga for our bedtime stories, at least for now. With my record in high school, I was able to be on the Brigham Young University track team for one year. I might tell you about that sometime in the future. My triple jump of 47 feet 10 and a half is still the school record for Washington High School Patriots 51 years later. It was tied by Will Gill in 1994, but with him we still hold the record. You can look it up on the internet. I am so grateful for all of the life lessons that the triple jump taught me or tried to teach me. I learned how good it feels to work hard for a difficult goal and to reach it. But I also learned how good it feels to work for a difficult goal and not reach it, as long as you do your best. I learned to not be too prideful. I learned to even be happy for others when they do well. I learned that others love me even when I make mistakes. I hope you can learn those lessons, too. So with that, God bless you. Sweet dreams, chocolate creams, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Good night. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.